You are listening to Freedom Wranglers, and I am Chanda. I'm so excited about this portion of what's happening. We can't wait to jump right in. So here we go. Why don't you saddle up, sit back, and get ready to help us wrangle some freedom? Well, hey, Jamie, how's it going? Well, yippee-ki-yay, girlfriend. I'm just drinking some lavender tea. Oh, sorry, excuse me. You got some lavender. I, I got me a cup of joe. That's not, I mean, like, listen, what is, how does Joe feel about the fact that you have him in a cup? Like, what's, mm. he, you know? Well, he's obviously not the kind of cup I would want to have. It probably is caffeine free. I'm just probably. saying we might want to change. <laughs> we might want to change that I don't that want that kind of Joe. <laughs> no, ma'am, I don't want that one. That's Everybody's just... going to stop calling it a cup of Joe and we're going to, you know, this is a TikTok waiting to happen. I'm no longer yes. calling it a cup of joe. So um, yeah, because that, that would be caffeinated free. It caffeinated would be free. <laughs> with, with a dash of crazy. Yeah, that would be it. <laughs> that would be a dash girl, of girl. Life has been crazy. Things have been just kicking off. <laughs> People will be wondering like why I'm in Florida and I've got a cup of tea. Um, well, because uh, my air conditioning is working like a beast. And, um, we had to have it replaced. I was telling you about that. So like our air conditioner turns out like the house is not this old, but obviously the people who built the house put a used air conditioner in to save a few dollars. So it was like mm-hmm. 16 years old. So she had a heart attack as the guy from the repair place said, he was like, she's dead. I'm sorry. I was like, please don't tell me these things. So anyways, I, um, we had to get one, uh, get a new one and you live in Florida and you don't want to wait too long because you know, it's going to be 84 today here. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of looked at him and I was like, all right, well, what are our options kind of situation? And he went into their computer and he was like, um, we only have three of this model. And it was the basic standard model in the entire Mm -hmm. state of Florida. I was like, well, what about your other ones? And he was like, no, we don't have any of those. And he said, it's starting again. And I was like, what's starting again? And he said, this whole supply chain thing. He said, it's all starting all over again. He said, we went through this last year. We couldn't get parts. We couldn't get things. And he said, to be honest, I mean, if you want to wait for the next level up or the more, you know, the Lexus version of an AC unit, you can, he said, but this one works real good. And I was like, Oh no, I ain't waiting. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. So we had to get that bad boy put in last week. And so that is why I'm so cold, but supply chain is a real thing. It's like hitting home with everybody, you know? Um, and we've talked about it here and there, but, um, listen, if you live in a state that gets very hot, i.e. Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, get your AC checked now before it gets too hot or before they run out of pieces and parts and all that jazz because he was like we can't even fix it <laughs> yeah like, he's gonna cost <laughs> you more to fix this bad boy than it will to replace those just replace it so but um you know praise god that we were in a situation where we could you know finance that big purchase nobody wants that but i'm grateful because we have had them service in our ac we saved 30%, praise Jesus. That was $500. Oh, yeah. So, you know, anyways, uh, supply uh-huh. chain is a real situation. So be on top of things. Anyways, there's yeah. been so much. Yes. So much going on. Yeah. We're going to try and capsulize stuff. So 
tell us about Matt Gates and what's going on. Girl, so I came across a tweet um, and I posted it on my TikTok and I, I'm just going to read what he wrote, you know, on the tweet. Uh, so here we go, Matt. He says, um, moments ago, so this was like 21 hours ago here. Moments ago, I successfully entered the hard drive of Hunter Biden's laptop yeah. into the congressional record. There you go. The Hunter Biden. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the I had somebody actually message me the exact same thing that you were just talking about literally just before we got on here. And I mean to enter copies of the contents of the laptop into the congressional record is huge. It's it is. huge. It is. And it's, it's crazy because all these responses, a lot of people have been texting or responding yeah. on my uh, TikTok. And I'm just going to say a couple of them. Uh, Sword of the Lord says, looks like the show is heating up and he's got popcorn and all these little faces oh, popping up. And then we have another person that says, there's no justice in America, only corruption. So they're kind of like, you know, they're thinking that this, nothing's going to come of this. Yeah. Uh, and then there's other people saying it's about time someone works hard to expose the corruption. <laughs> Good luck because it goes deep. Yeah. And um, that's great news. We'll have to see how fast they hide, hide it in their smoke screen. <clears throat> FBI says it's already missing. Explain to them what a conspiracy is. So, you know, there's just some people that just don't even think, you know, that of think anything of this, but it well, is I funny mean, how the FBI is saying that it's already missing. Well, that's so what I was going to say. Thing. They've already said that it's missing. I mean, that was the big video that came out yesterday when Matt said, where is it? Yeah. And he's like, the, the person that he was questioning is actually the assistant to cyber, like investigations for the FBI. And they don't yeah. even know where it is. Like, he's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I do. He's like, that's I, not my line of work. That's not what I deal with. I don't deal sure. with that hardware stuff. I, you know, it's like. And what do you do? Do you work for Meta? Is that what you do? Oh, did I say that? Anyhow. What, what do you do? What, what are you doing? You know? And um, there's this one, one person that said this. They said, don't believe it, folks. Distraction and the elites plan is going perfectly well if it was a distraction then the fbi wouldn't have lost the laptop okay the thing is is when you've got goods all right and you got the goods the easiest solution is to say it never existed or it's not available or you know what i mean because it's just too much involved yeah yeah when yeah. you start when there's an actual it's just easier to be dismissive with the situation. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, that's one of the big things that they do. I do believe that there's a, um, there are distractions out there and we have to be very conscientious of those distractions and very wary, you know. Um, yep. I don't know how many people out there listen to X-22. I am a pretty faithful listener. Uh, he had General Flynn on this past weekend. And all I'm going to tell you is that 
general Flynn solidified so much for me that everybody comes around and says, that's conspiracy. That's conspiracy. No, he hit the nail on the head and he discussed some things. They also brought to light a lot of these things that you've all know. Noah Harari is, is talking about. He's been referred to as a prophet. Um, If you want to get biblical, there is a false prophet that rises up during the end times. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say he is that person but he fits a lot of the precursors for that role. So I'll leave Mm -hmm. that one there, but I do know that his belief system is real crazy. One world Um, government. He believes that every, basically where we're headed is that we're all going to be monitored and it's not just going to be a monitoring through where we travel, but it's going to be an internal monitoring of our bodies Mm -hmm. that they will be checking us. And in a way, I watched a very short 13 minute video on YouTube with Harari being interviewed by 60 minutes. And one of the things that we are monitored by is our iWatches, our Google watches, our Fitbits. It does tell you your health. It's already started. Now it's got a lot of great benefits. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we don't want to live in this world of fear, but that's, you're already monitoring. This is already taking place. Where's this going? So I think that, you know, like you're saying, there's a lot of pieces to a puzzle that have to be put together. There's a lot of moves and checkmates that have to happen for this game. If you want to call it that to be one, because it is, it's a mess. There is, yes, it is two different entities that are taking place. But hey, on a totally different note, did you see Trump's hole in one? Oh, <laughs> I did not. I oh, didn't see it. But hey, you're closer to him than my, I am in Florida. Oh, so lucky you. Oh, it was the most beautiful hole in one from like 81 feet or something. It was, or maybe as long as that, actually 81 yards, I think it was. It was huge huge and I was just like yes and so everybody's taken this on social media and what have they done they've used it where they've got pictures of like Kamala tripping um you know Biden tripping Obama falling and they're using this ball like hitting all of them and knocking them out. it's hilarious but anyway I'm telling these people get creative with these memes I mean it's Listen, crazy Benny Johnson says it the left can't meme I mean he says it all the time and he is so hilarious he's in Florida too so anyways okay enough about all these wonderful people in Florida I just am fortunate enough to associate with Florida I don't get to associate with them unfortunately I wish I did but (laughs) yeah so Hollywood the Oscars let's start off with since we're talking about Florida let's start off with the hosts and what they said at the beginning did you hear it the hosts the in the beginning ladies, yes i mean amy no. what i, can't I didn't watch the oscars i just saw tiktok no, i just saw so it was funny because it came on our tv and we were about to watch something else on um hulu and we i looked at it and i just looked at john i was like do you want to watch this he was like oh gosh no and i was like good because i never want to see anything like that i just i'm not entertained by it hollywood yeah. doesn't do anything for me And it's not just because I feel that they're all a bunch of fakes and there's a whole lot of perversion and weirdness that goes on. They just don't, they're not, they're not my God. I know for a lot of people, they dwell on that. That's their thing. Anyhow, um, what happened was the three hosts got up there and they said, we are going to have a great night. And for those of you in Florida, it's going to be a gay, gay, gay night. 
Well, they're referring. Wow. Yeah, they're referring to the bill that DeSantis just signed. Everybody has called this the don't say gay bill. Well, that's not what this is about. It's not about Mm -hmm. saying gay. It's not about excluding people that the LGBTQ, XYZ, Elemental P group, because they just keep adding letters. So, you know, I'll just one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, They literally don't understand what the bill is about. The bill is about not teaching children kindergarten through third grade about homosexuality and lesbianism and transgenderism and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a parent's choice. It's a parent's choice. And it should always be that way. I mean, they're the ones that gave birth, you know, the children. So that's right. And so that was Hollywood slam to Florida mm. and to our governor, which what a way to tune tune us out. You know, as conservatives, they didn't want us watching this, obviously. No, no. I mean, we're too, yeah, we are way too conservative for them. They could not, they couldn't spend a day around us. And then the other side of it is um, Disney, their response to this bill is they hate it and they're opposing Mm -hmm. it. And listen, there's a reason I don't like Disney. There's a reason that I think, guys, they arrested Three weeks ago, they arrested four different pedophiles that were running a pedophilia ring out of Walt Disney Parks here in Florida. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. is a haven for perverts. It's a haven for Epstein used to go there. Listen, Disney, and you watch their movies, there are things that are so subtle, but there are sexual innuendos through all their movies, all of them. Yes. And if you look out there on Rumble or on YouTube, you'll find the videos where it shows Mm -hmm. you what they were implying in these movies, children's movies. Yeah, it's disgusting. Why did they just release a movie called Red Panda about a girl's period? Please tell me why. Mm. I mean, you know, it's like either parents are delusional and they're not teaching their kids at home to where they're allowing their children to be taught by these uh, entities. I call them entities because I don't, I think they're demonic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I just don't think it's right. Uh, but parents need to wake up. They need to know you what know? their children are watching. And it's not all innocent. It's just not. Yeah. I don't want my children to be, I want to teach my kids about sex. Okay. I'm going to say it. All right. I want to teach my kids about that stuff because I know how precious, and you know, I know how the devil wants to pervert it too. So everything, everything that God ordained for good, the enemy wants to take and twist and manipulate. And, and he is, you, he's gotten his claws into things like Disney. Now Mm -hmm. listen, where did Disney start? California. Mm -hmm. Where's Hollywood? California. Yes. They're just trying to spread their venom and their perversion throughout the world. Listen, Mm -hmm. coast to coast. Think about it. People, the United States, we got a Disney on each coast. Yes. There's a plan there. There's a ploy. Think about that. Human trafficking coast to coast. Anyhow, that's all speculation on my part, but I have very, if somebody said to me, you want to go to a theme park? I would say I'll, you know, um, not going to Disney. I have no desire to go to any of their parks and never have, even when I was a kid had no desire. I'm not a Mickey fan. I loved universal because I loved all the stunt shows, but anyhow, Mm -hmm. moving right along. 
Getting back to the Oscars. Oh, the Oscars. Let's talk about the Oscars, girl. The day Will Smith got slap happy with Chris Rock. I called it a B-slap, okay? Because it was. Like, I was like a girl. I was like, oh, he looked real flamboyant with that handbag. Oh, girl. (laughs) And and Chris Rock looked like he put his face out there for him. He had his hands behind his back like he was preparing for this to come you know yeah. it was the craziest thing and yeah oh it's just it was a setup I mean we all know this but yeah. let's approach the real facts here Jamie yes let's approach number that. one if it was Will Smith and it was Will Ferrell who's white would mm-hmm. he have gotten away with it or would he have yeah. been arrested he wouldn't have gotten away with it, it would have been racist yeah. right yeah now we got black on be- black crime yeah, it would have been awful. He would have went to jail immediately. Yeah. They, they wouldn't have gave him the Oscar. No, but because it's Will Smith, he's black. He got away with it and no charges were pressed. But I heard this morning and I'd have to verify, uh, Jim Carrey is suing. Yeah, he's, he's I, I heard charges. that. On, yeah, he, he was disgusted by it. You should have heard him on this interview uh, with Oprah Winfrey's best friend. I forgot her name. But uh, he was on an interview with her. Is it Hillary Clinton? Is her? Be- oh, I'm sorry. No, no, <laughs> I can't remember her name. Oh my gosh! But it, it's Oprah Winfrey's best. Well, friend. you know she's I close can- to the Clintons too. So yeah. So anyway, they were on an interview, and he was just completely disgusted with how mm. Um, mm. he got away with slapping somebody and completely humiliating him in a time where, you know, all these actors. There's no doubt. Okay, I I know how hard it is for me to even just do a TikTok and try to organize it and try to make it work and have it flow and make sure the music goes with it. And so I know that this that actors, I know they go through some, you know, takes. They have to do takes and they have to do take after take and memorizing lines. So I know it's not an easy job. Okay, so I know that. Um, and to make it to make themselves you know, appear like they're the real character. I know that's not easy. So it's their time to shine. It's their time to, you know, get their awards. And it was completely mutilated and downgraded by this act that he did, mm-hmm. which if it was an act, they need to go ahead and confess it. You know, if this was just a play or if it was just a fake thing, because this is getting really blown out of proportion to the point of, you know, uh, if this was just an act to uh, make Jada Pinkett Smith feel sorry for her because of her hair disease, if this was just a play, that was this, that would be really disgraceful to, to be, you know, playful about a serious matter you know I mean and here's my thoughts on this thing okay so she has alopecia she's lost her hair that's horrible for a woman because a lot of us you know our hair is like our it's our crowning glory um however there are wigs that you can wear that will look like their real hair she had a choice Mm -hmm. so she showed up bald to an award ceremony her choice Mm-hmm. knowing full well that there are going to be people there that get up comedians such as Chris, Chris Rock, she could potentially be a target. So if it's a sensitive subject for you and it's not something that you want to be gone at about, 
then why would you show up in that manner? I'm just and, being honest. If it's, it's a sensitive the, subject. It is. But the thing is, is Chris Rock was actually being kind of gentle. He, he probably he had was no gentle. Idea. All he said was G.I. Jane too. G.I. Jane. I mean, he probably had no idea. He wouldn't have said it. I, I don't think he would have said it if he knew she had a disease. Okay. No, I but, think, I, I think that he maybe, ha- I mean, I don't know if he knew or not, but, but at the end of the day, she chose to show up that way. So if you're choosing right. to show up in that manner, you're saying I'm confident enough in myself and I'm confident. okay with this Yeah. to rock it and be yeah. like, whatever people say, it's going to roll off, laugh it off or yeah, she couldn't, I have to laugh off some stuff. I mean, you, you, you especially do. in that business, you need to have thick skin. You know, I mean, you would have to, I mean, she should have known that he was just putting on an act, you know, and it was a GI Jane thing. I mean, if anything, that would be kind of cool to see a black woman play a GI Jane, Right. you know, I think a black woman would totally rock that. Absolutely. No, absolutely. So I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. She's beautiful with or without hair. She can rock it. Her head is so perfect. Yeah. Like, so, but I think that, you know, getting back to your point that why have there not been charges filed? Yes. Why is Chris not rock, not press charges? Why was Will Smith not arrested by security for walking up on the stage and doing how, that? How many people in this country in America have been a part of a domestic situation mm-hmm. where if you hit somebody, mm-hmm. whoever hits, Guess what? They go to jail. That's right. That's right. Whether you really damage, that's right. And whether you damage that person or not. Yeah. They go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. So everything that we saw on screen where, you know, children were watching, everybody's watching these influential people like Will Smith, who played children's characters for have chosen to be voice characters, you know, voice actors for different Disney movies and different cartoons is up there slapping somebody, you know, in front of the whole world mm-hmm. can, and being condoned, you know, being condoned for it. Like, it's okay to do that. It's okay to slap somebody if they say the wrong thing, yeah. you know, I mean, we're going to see a series that would be a nightmare in the school system. Wouldn't it? Yeah. If somebody said something, Oh, you, your hair looks funny. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you look funny. Guess what? Those kids get suspended. Some of them get expelled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. You know, so it's just lunacy. Lunacy <clears throat> is what this is. Mm-hmm. Will Smith obviously has a mental issue. Because if you saw him at the after party, I saw all these things. He was like getting jiggy with it. Na, 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 na. No, it's like a bipolar disorder. You but go do you from, not think that actors already are have little, they must have something because they play so many roles? Maybe. Do you really even know who you are if you're an actor? Because you're always acting. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. Like, do these people actually know who they truly are and that they're not a character? Mm-hmm. He's been in it so long. How yeah. many characters has he played? He may have some kind of something going on upstairs that's just imbalanced and that's what it looked like to me honestly it looked like a mental disorder because the way he coolly just walked away after if he was fake slapping him who knows Mm. but if it really was a real slap he just coolly walks off like oh well just like a psychopath Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay and 
That's crazy. That's some lunacy stuff right there. And I'd be embarrassed. You don't get away with that stuff. No, he shouldn't get away life. with it. I'd be embarrassed. I mean, I stopped watching his stuff a long time ago. He just, he's rubbed me the wrong way for several years recently. And I just, I'm over, I'm over his approach to yeah. Hollywood and to what he presents yeah. to people. Mm-hmm. Used to really be a big fan. I really did. Back in the 90s, I loved Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I loved his music. Mm-hmm. I love Men in Black. Those are some of my favorite movies. Yeah, Summertime. That was one of my favorite songs yeah. when I was in high school. Yes. He, you Dropped know, deep down. Just I mean, it was a great song. Yeah, but- he but he has he's gone off the rails somewhere along the line. And I think being a part of that Hollywood elite does that to you. Well, you know, that he is an open marriage with Jada. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And their you children that. have a few issues. And you can see that it's affected their children. Well, Willow and says it- she's asexual and she mm-hmm. doesn't believe in monogamy and um, their son, he's, uh, he's said that he, I mean, he's, he's openly homosexual. Yeah. So, you know, and then it's just Hollywood's jacked up. That's my only term for it, but it's no more jacked up than the church, which takes me to our next subject. Yes. Let's go there. I'm done with this Will Smith. Girl. We just need to pray for him. Yeah. He needs prayer as does, as do most people in Hollywood. And, um, you know, Hollywood was, has been intertwined as has the music industry with a very prominent, well-known global church Hillsong. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've spent the past, uh, spent the weekend basically watching a three-part documentary that was released on discovery plus about Hillsong and, um, I already knew that there were some issues like I'd heard, I'd read, I'd seen the, you know, I'd seen all of the different things that have taken place, but then there were things that were really exposed that I thought, Oh, my Lanta, this is, this is deeper. It goes bigger. It's, it's worse than anybody could ever imagine. So I'm going to capsulize a few of the things and kind of talk about why I see this, you know, why is this taking place? Uh, The first thing is that, you know, the church was established by Frank Houston um, back in the late seventies. And uh, he was actually a part of the assemblies of God and was the district uh, leader for that group of Hillsong that went over from, uh, New South Wales over into Australia. And that's when they began to establish the church. He set up the church there and his son, Brian took over the church. Uh, in the nineties, everybody knows, you know, one of the most famous songs that ever came out of Hillsong was shout to the Lord by Darlene Check. Oh yeah. Love that. And song. yeah, and it's beautiful and it's powerful and it's anointed, but the challenge that we have is that Brian saw the church growing in a certain way globally and pushed for that. And that took place. They blew up. Now, Darlene Check left. She's no longer a part of Hillsong. Um, she's gone a completely different direction, as have many others that were a part of their music ministry. So the interesting mm-hmm. thing is that Hillsong was actually the um, name of the band. It was not the name of the church. Mm-hmm. And then the band became so popular that they changed the name of the church to that name, to Hill. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So in the nineties, Brian came to the United States and he kind of got mentored by mega pastors over here. 
How do you do it? How to turn a church into a mega church? He went back, he began to implement a lot of these different things um, within their church. And that takes me to the first thing of financial corruption within this church. It's unbelievable. Everything is about money. Um, standard for a church is that a church will be listed as a, um, as a, a nonprofit. So churches are not a business. However, Hillsong has 42 different companies that are LLCs with their name on them throughout the United States alone. That's mm. not adding Australia in or anywhere else in the world. Mm. So they run it like a business. It's a money-making machine for them. And it has been, and mm. you can see it. They are a brand. And it's very scary. Now they left the assemblies of God a long time ago. They were no, they're no longer associated with them and haven't been for a very, very long time. So do we know what their affiliation or their they not- are non-denominational Pentecostal is what they were non-denominational. Okay. So they began to spread throughout the world. Um, they planted a church in New York with the lead pastor, Carl Lentz. Most people know Carl and are familiar with him. He was on Oprah. He was on the doctors. He was interviewed by everybody and anybody. Oh yeah. He was the pretty boy, the hipster. Yes. yes. Yeah. He is from, um, he is the hipster pastor is what they called him. And um, he was from Virginia beach. So he mm -hmm. and his family, he met his wife who I believe is Australian. If I remember correctly, met yeah. her she had an accent. church. Yep. And they went and they started this church, Hillsong, New York. Out of that, the church exploded. They're meeting in a nightclub on a Sunday. They turn a nightclub yeah. into a church. Mm -hmm. um, and out of that, the, the long and short of it, which most people know, he ended up having an affair with uh, a woman who was actually a Muslim. Not that her religion matters in this situation, but, um, you know, he and he approached her. She didn't come to him. He went to mm -hmm. her in a park in a park. I read about that. Yeah. So he gets found out is what they say, but listen, you have to go back to the beginning. It's all about money. They got to protect the brand. Don't they? Mm -hmm. So there is a very PR written piece that he posts on his Instagram and says, I'm stepping down due to, you know, moral misconduct. Mm -hmm. He steps down. Everything kind of goes crazy. Um, now, this is the pastor to Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez. This is the pastor that sat and did shots with Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. And yeah, yeah. that should have told people anything and right everything there. about him. Yeah, the fruit. Exactly. And he your pastor shooting shots with celebrities. OK, I could see maybe a church member doing that, but a shepherd of the flock. Right, right. That's getting kind of. It's real hanky. Yeah. So he, you know, he steps down, they disappear and that, that kind of starts to fizzle out. Well, there have been um, additional accusations made in not just the church of New York, but more so at the college. There was a girl that was um, sexually assaulted at the college and they didn't do anything about it for over two years when it was brought to them. Um, her father had to get involved and he's a pastor here in the United States. And it was horrible. They basically blamed her. Oh my! Word. And it was one of their worship leaders. Um, now then, and, and a lot of people may or may not know this history, but Frank Houston, who was the founder of everything, Brian Houston's father um, was a pedophile. And mm -hmm. there are eight 
men, they are men now that have come out and stated that they had been sexually abused by him um, in the 60s and 70s. Here's the crazy part. Brian knew about it and he didn't do anything. And they paid off the guy who came out and said, I'm going to report this. And Frank Houston came to him and said, if you can just forgive me, took him to a McDonald's, sat across from him and said, if you could just forgive me, I'm just an old man and I'll give you $10,000 for you to forgive me and never talk about it again. He wrote the contract on a napkin in McDonald's and got the guy to sign it. Brian was supposed to cut the check to this poor man. And $10,000 is not recompense for being assaulted as an eight-year-old little boy. Oh my gosh. So now Brian Houston is facing prison because he knew about this and he didn't do anything. So when they he, never paid, did they pay the pay him? Yeah, he ended up sending him a $10,000 check. Yeah. Sent him the money and it's never, still, it's not, it's no. still no amount worse. of money, no amount of money yeah. can fix that. Yeah. And the thing about what Brian did was Brian knew about this. It was brought to his attention. And instead of going to the, uh, the police and saying, because there's no statute of limitations, it's very different in um, Australia. So instead of going to the police and saying, there's a problem here. My father did this and this. He buried it with a $10,000 check. So now he has been in court and he is potentially facing prison charges because he knew and didn't do anything about it. Mm. And to top it off, he just stepped down from his ministry on March the 23rd and said he is taking a, he is stepping down from Hillsong ministry because two women have now come out and said that he assaulted them. See, I mean, the evil is being brought to light, you know, and we have intercessor prayer warriors praying that this type of stuff would get out of the church because the church, the bride of Christ needs to get ready for Jesus's coming. And if anything, Brian Houston, Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the best thing that could ever happen to him. All this stuff being brought to light before yeah. he stands before an eternal God. If anything, this is what he needed to be saved. And I yes. sure hope I don't wish anybody go to hell. No, no. You know, and so if anything, this is his opportunity to fess up and get his life in order for eternity. Amen. You know, there is no amount of money, $10,000. It's pitiful. All right. Essentially making this eight-year-old soul, because I do believe his soul as an eight-year-old is still pained by this, to make him feel like a prostitute. Yeah. Uh $10,000? It's disgusting. That doesn't heal anything. No, no. It doesn't heal anything. I mean, the only thing that heals it is God. And I look at this church and now, now, so we've had Brian step down. Carl Lentz is gone. Sam Collier, who is the pastor of the Hillsong Atlanta. He just stepped down this week as well. Not because he has particularly done anything, but in light of everything that's coming out of this documentary, he said, I'm done. Nobody wants to be a part of something that 
Nobody wants to be associated with the little kingdom that Brian Houston built. It's his kingdom. I would not want to be, I would not want to be a part of that either. I would totally walk away from that type of leadership. Me too. There's a stigma with it. There is. And, and so I'll bring out two more points and then we'll kind of wrap this up. So if, if you're interested in learning more details and understanding more, I highly recommend watching it. The very last episode is a little graphic because it does talk about the abuse. So I don't recommend that with children at all. Mm. Um, it's very heavy and it actually made my 20 year old son cry. He was weeping for what had taken place. He's like, why, why does the yeah. church do things like this? Yeah. That's man. It's not, it's hurtful. It's hurtful. And it's not God. God, that's man, man destroys everything. But what I will say is that, um, Frank Houston had a problem. He was a pedophile and he built his church. He was the one who laid the foundations for Hillsong. He laid the foundations for that body. And what has been the ongoing problem, but sexual sin throughout that entire body, all these years. Yeah. Because why? Because that church was founded on that perversion. And when it's not founded on the rock of Jesus Christ, it's not founded on godly Mm. principles and purity. That's what happens. This is the result of it. It's a poisoned, perverse foundation or soil, if you want to call it a soil, that has produced all of this. Um, The last thing that blows my mind is he believes in Chrislam. And that is that Christianity and Islam or Muslimism are one in the same and we can worship together and they're not the same. Mm -mm. The last piece of this whole thing was that the Hillsong church put out a commission. It's called the seven mountain mandate. Now this is not biblical. This is not godly. This is, I, I am, it's cult-like. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I believe that in a lot of ways, they ended up becoming more like a cult than a church. And they just used God as their deity. They used his name in vain, to be yeah. honest. That's how I feel. And, and like really cool music. Like their music was always really cool, you know, the oh, lights yeah. and all the spectacular Hollywood stuff. That's it. And you know that they actually... <laughs> They write their music after listening to what's popular right now in the secular world. They will write their songs to fit with that. And they use a specific chord structure to get your emotions. Mm, And when they play those songs for the first time, they're using the congregation as a test audience. You're not even, you think you're going there to worship God. They're just testing a song out on you. To yeah. see if they can get the emotion to rise up in you. Yeah. If the chord structure was just right. It's not about worshiping the Lord at all to them. It's all about the money. And so the things that they say that you need to conquer as a Christian, this is a false commission, okay? They say that you need to do arts and entertainment, business finance, church religion, um, media, education, family, health, government, and law. If you conquer those, then that's the kingdom of God. Mm. Like the world, don't it? Sounds, sounds like Hollywood. Yeah. And they're no different Mm. than the people we were just talking about five minutes ago in Hollywood. Well, the Bible says, if you preach another gospel, let him be accursed. 
Yes, it does. So, and it's it's scary. It's for know. their benefit to be a curse because they need salvation. <laughs> they sure do. You know, and here's the thing: I I attend an AG church. I go to Assemblies of God. They have had a heavy influence on the AG denomination. One of the things that they say that gets people sucked in is they hold up signs and they have signs outside their churches that say, "Welcome home." What do people want? They want to be welcome. They want to be a part of a family. Mm-hmm. And so they use these things and then they'll say things like everybody belongs. Come as you are. Mm-hmm. It's called seeker friendly Christianity. Yep. And I don't want to be a part of that. Mm-mm. And I know okay. that where I go, the body I go to is not like that. Praise God. But mm-hmm. I know that there are bodies out there that are just like that. Yeah. And there's more and more of them that have popped up that are seeker friendly, that don't, that preach a soft gospel. It's not the gospel. It's a soft gospel to make it palatable for the world. Well, that's the whole point. We're trying to get away from the world, right? And here we are enticing them more into the world, you know, because, you know, if anything, the world is already, you know, saying that we're all, you know, we could all get along. Oh, yeah. you know, the yeah. world's already pushing that agenda, mm-hmm. you know, but that, it, what is that doing? I mean, we're seeing a picture of it in Hollywood where yeah. it, all it does is get people's emotions roused up and makes you want to go up and slap people in the face in a very, you know, a prestigious ceremony. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a mental illness. It is. And, and, you know, the Bible says, be not conformed yeah. to this world, but be transformed by the renew- renewing of your mind. It's a mind thing. So, you know, they have played a lot of people. They've heard a lot of people in the church. And, um, but I will say there was a guy that was interviewed on it. He's called, uh, he has an Instagram, which I think is fantastic. It's called Preacher in Sneakers with the letter N, Preacher in Sneakers. And um, he actually calls these mega church pastors out for the Prada that they wear, the, you know, Carl Lentz wore a $10,000 sweater, $10,000. I felt uncomfortable, honestly, whenever I watched him, even though he would try to sound sound in his doctrine, it's the way he looked like he appealed to your flesh. Like, I'm like, gosh, he's sexy, you know, but it's like, I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm not supposed to be looking at my pastor thinking that's not what we're supposed to do. That's right. You know, you're, you're appealing to my flesh. Well, and I just was like, that's not good for me. No, it's a distraction from the word of God is what that is, you know? So anyways, that is, you know, those are the big things. Like that's, what's going on in the church world. And that's, what's going on in the world world right now. Yeah. Guys stay alert, but don't get distracted by too many crazy things, you know? Yeah. Cause there's distractions everywhere. Like we know, but keep your ear to the grapevine. Cause it's all going down. Yep. Yep. And the best thing that could ever happen to these people is being brought to the light because eternity yeah. is at hand. I mean, we yeah. don't live forever. No, you know? now they have a choice. They have to make a choice. Now, now we'll see what choice they make because it's either life or death. That's right. You know, yet the, the easy escape is to die, right. To get yep. away from all your problems and we'll know what, the fruit is and how they endure because if they can endure yeah then that means they were never a part of god right and i don't believe that at the at the beginning i don't believe that that was the motives of pastor brian houston 
I think in the beginning, it really was a genuine desire to reach people for Christ and to reach the lost. But somewhere along the way, he got twisted and manipulated and he got off on the wrong track. And, um, you know, but he's got a choice. And I pray that he gets back on track with the Lord. I don't know that he has any business pastoring anywhere at this current time or maybe in the future at all. But I think that at the end of the day, uh, he's he's got some, he has to get on his knees. Yeah. And, and, and I'm praying for these people. Yeah, because their influence has been so great. Mm-hmm. But the Bible talks about all of these people being brought out, these churches, they're all getting found out, the false prophets and stuff. Yep. So anyways, well, guys, we're going to love you and leave you. Thanks so much for listening to uh, what's happening. Yep. It was a lot. There's a lot going on, y'all. Keep your head. <laughs> That's it. Stay strong out there. Chase after that freedom. And don't take our word for it. Do some research on your own, guys. Check it out. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Freedom Wranglers. That music right there is Later Alligator by Shane Ivers, and you can find that at www.silvermansound.com. We also want to thank Goodman Ministries for all of their financial support for this podcast. Now, don't you forget to saddle up, sit back, and wrangle in freedom this week.